welcome to this episode of the Luminosity Podcast, hosted by Maria Conde. This podcast is an ongoing conversation to provide busy entrepreneurs, practical tools, and inspiring stories to live a healthy and abundant life with grace and ease. Welcome to the show. Here's your host, Maria Conde. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I am super excited to be here today to talk about what for some is a bad word, and that is exercise. And we all know we need to do it. And for many, it can be so challenging. And I admit, even for me, with all my health coaching, my background and everything, that's my one area that I'm challenged in myself. So to help myself out and to help all my listeners out, I brought in a expert in this area for us today. And that is, we're speaking with Marisa Moody. Marisa is a personal trainer and health coach working with women around the globe to help them elevate their health and confidence so they can focus on work that sets their soul on fire. Marisa did the traditional route and worked nine to five job. Yep, I'm there too. (laughs) That filled her bank account, but not her soul. For seven years, she built her business on the side until she was able to jump fully into self-employed life, doing what she loves. She is passionate about helping people discover their true power and strength in life. Often that starts in the gym, but rarely does it stay there. She believes there is a way to fit a focus on your health into a busy schedule and advocates that everyone take back at least 20 minutes of their day for physical, mental, and emotional health. And that's what I'm all about today too and everything I believe in. So that's why we have Marisa here with us. So welcome, Marisa. Great. Thanks so much for that intro and for having me on the podcast. You're welcome. It's great to have you here today. And I'm excited about this because I, you know, it's the start of a new year and we all make these resolutions and intentions. And of course, mine, like every year, has exercise on it. And I'm just, you know, it's just not my thing. I like movement, but, Mm. you know, true exercise. But we're going to get into that in a moment. So I want to learn a little bit about your journey because you've, you know, like many people, I have quite a few people that, um, do the nine to five. And, you know, especially when you're doing the nine to five, it's really hard to fit some of that in. Totally. It's hard. And if you're a crazy entrepreneur where you work around the clock, like a lot of my um, listeners do, then it's just equally as hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard. So for me, um, my journey or my condensed background is (laughs) I was not always active. I I mean, I played sports and stuff in school, but um, certainly in my early 20, early to mid twenties, I gained a lot of weight from university, eating bad food, drinking lots of alcohol, (laughs) doing all this stuff, not exercising. Um, And so it wasn't until, I don't even know, 23, 24, somewhere in there, I started running. uh, And really, I started with like three minutes of running, one minute of walking. Like I never, ever thought I would be a runner. I basically, I I don't know why, I just committed in my head I was going to try it for 30 days because I used to be really jealous of people who ran. like I would give them the stink eye and be like, how are you? (laughs) That's insane. And then I thought, well, what the heck, I'm going to try for 30 days. And if I don't like it or love it, then that's it. I tried it and you know, I'll just like, whatever, it's not for everyone. Um, So I started really small. I didn't have these massive expectations of I'm going to run a 10 K or I'm going to do X amount of running and whatever time it was literally just like go out. And I mean, I didn't do it every day. I probably did it like 
three, maybe four times a week, but I committed for a full month. Um, and at the end of the month, lo and behold, yeah, I loved it because I built the habit off it. I, I realized um, that I enjoyed it and I was doing it because I like the fresh air. I like that runner's high that comes afterwards. Yeah. Um, and and it, for me, it was a transition from doing exercise because I had to do it because I was like, I'm punishing seems so harsh, but like, you know, I was like, I needed to lose weight. And for me running shifted that because it was like, I'm doing it because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that was like a huge turning point for me in my health journey, because then I realized like, oh, I don't have to just run because I ate that chocolate bar or because I had extra wine or the fast food. Like I'm not <laughs> just trying to even out the equation. I'm doing it because I genuinely like it. I like how I feel. I like the mental space that it's creating for me. I like the, obviously the physical changes on the body were great because that gives you motivation to keep with it. But it was the first time that I stopped um, really punishing my body for carrying the extra weight and just found something that I really enjoyed. Um, and so that really led me down the path and I, you know, did a 5k, 10k, half marathon, marathon, triathlon, like everything just kind of snowballed. And, and, you know, this is in like a decade kind of thing. I didn't just do it in a year or two. (laughs) Um, and then I was working on my nine to five and not really inspired. I was doing an admin heavy job, um, ended up taking my personal training certification just to like, I don't know, see if I liked it. Um, to be honest, I was like, well, I could hire a trainer or I could just, get my cert. They're kind of the same cost or they were close to the same cost. So I was like, I'll just educate myself and then Mm -hmm. see what comes from that. Um, And I really liked it. And I just built my business on the side for way too long (laughs) while I stayed in my comfortable job. Um, I kept thinking I might go and leave and do my own thing. And then I get a promotion and then I would stay. So I kind of had, you know, the golden handcuffs where I found it incredibly hard to break free of the regular pay, the sal- uh, the benefits, the pension, the regular. That's my world. Everything. Yeah. 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 Um, and then eventually, almost two years ago, um, I, you know, I decided I was going to leave. I, I think that was a, a main uh, if, in terms of putting energy out into the universe and big, this big, we put your mind yeah. to it and it will happen. Right. Totally. So, like for seven yeah. years, I didn't have a strategy around it. I didn't have a goal. I was just kind of like floating, being like working my ass off. Like, I don't know if I can swear on your podcast. That's okay. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Uh, working my butt off and, um, and then going, you know, training clients in the morning, in the evening, on the weekends, sometimes on my lunch break, like it wasn't until I decided I can't, I'm going to uh, quit this and go full time into my business that I realized a, how exhausted I was. Oh, yeah. um, and then B, I gave myself a year to, to leave my job. That was my kind of like decide and uh, timeline I gave, but within six weeks, everything shifted because I put that. I remember there. that moment. And I, I remember yeah. watching a, uh, I think it was a Facebook live or something at the moment. It's Yeah. Yeah, it was so exciting. So other trainers that I knew in the city gave me a bunch of their clients as they were transitioning out of their business. Um, And it was really like the gift from the universe that I needed. Oh, yeah. And when you put it out there, if you have true, true intentions from your heart, that will pull forward for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could have straddled those careers for much longer if I didn't have intention. Oh yeah. And you can, people carry those on for years and years and years forever. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I know exactly where you're at and, and have my strategy and plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Very detailed at this point. And, um, I can't elaborate much on that at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. 
still employed. (laughs) Um, But that is amazing. And so I have a question for you before we go too further into this. Mm -hmm. I was curious because you said you did the 30 day challenge for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Do you believe as a trainer and also for yourself that there is a turning point? Because, you know, is there like if you can get to like some people say it's 21 days, you know, if you can get to 21 days, you've developed a new habit. I sort of go with 40 days because that's more of an Ayurvedic holistic sort of viewpoint of that. Right. So, but everyone's got a different number in there. And did you find that that triggered for you at a certain point that you're like over the hump of like, this isn't work anymore. This is enjoyable. Yeah. I have read a few different things. Yeah. Some people say 21 days I've month. I've heard 90 days. Yeah. 21 is not actually enough. Um, I think that, I think it probably varies for people, right? Like for me, 30 days was enough um, maybe not to build the habit like a hundred percent, but enough that I could see the value and the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. And it was that mixed with something that I actually enjoyed. So I could try and build a habit of eating olives every day for 30 days. <laughs> I don't like olives. Yeah, maybe I would after a month. I don't know. But I think that like, there's no magic number it was a combination yeah. of things, uh, for sure that made it stick. Um, and then even more so, I think the important thing is the the deeper goal and the motivation behind it. So you mentioned like the New Year's resolution and so many people make resolutions uh, around their health. And I think that um, the reason why a lot of them are not successful is that people, well, A, they're, they're not specific. So people yes, just say, I want to get healthy. I want to eat healthier. I want to eat better. I need to go to the gym. Well, like it's, it's pretty vague uh, in terms of like, how can you put a check mark beside I'm eating healthy? Like, what does that actually mean? Do you want to eat vegetables every day? Do you want to like, I don't know if you're specific, lose 10 pounds that, that you could actually put a check beside. Right. But like something like I'm, I'm going to be healthy is is super vague. Um, And then also for me, I find that my clients do better when we really can connect down to the motivation behind the goal. Absolutely. Yeah. If you just say, I need to go to the gym and get in shape, or or even if your goal is I need to lose 10 or 20 pounds, that itself usually isn't enough driver for people to stick to it when life goes sideways, which it always does. Oh, yeah. You know, you can have the best of plans. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, There's a reason when I work with my clients, I usually ask them to commit for three months um, because I believe that anyone's life can tick along quite well for a month. 30 days, that's pretty normal. It's rare within 90 days for a kid not to get sick or, or person not yeah. to get sick, something to go super stressful at work, some family member issue, something in life to not go as intended, that will likely happen in 90 days. Absolutely. And as a coach and a trainer working with my clients, I want to be there to support them when life throws that curveball because it's a consistency through those curveballs is what's going to be the long-term success. Absolutely. You need to, people need to learn to navigate those. Absolutely. I did the same when I was doing the money coaching, you know, mm. it, it's great. You can get everything set up. You can run along tickety boo. And, but what happens when the hot water tank breaks? Yeah. You know, how do you, how are you going to manage all that stuff? Right. And, or mm. a child gets sick or you lose your job or, you know, all those things. Right. And, you know, yeah. it's great when you have that consistent paycheck all the time and you're doing exactly what you need, but life isn't like that. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's, it's not. And it's the derailments that you have to be able to come back from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And whether, you know, cause I've done health coaching and money coaching and on both sides of the fence, it's, you know, it's life throws you those curveballs, and you need to be able to navigate. 
and still keep on your consistent. And you also mentioned about going deeper into your goals. And I do a lot of that too with my clients is trying to find the why, why do you want Mm -hmm. to do that? Like there's, there's an underlying reason. It's not just to be healthy, you know, I mean, it's good to be healthy, but there's something underneath there that's, you have to have a really deep driving factor. Yeah. So for me, I ask my clients and I do it myself too, to ask themselves why at least five, maybe six times. Yeah. So I want to be healthy. Why? I want to feel better in my skin or my clothes. Why? I know that I can move better when I'm not carrying extra 20 pounds. Why, why is it important not to carry the extra 20 pounds? Well, my mother carried an extra 50 pounds for her life and she died prematurely of heart disease. Why is that important for you not to have that? Well, I want to be there when my daughter gets married. Like those things give me goosebumps. That is like, that is a driven reason to be consistent. And you got to keep that in the forefront of your mind all the time. Otherwise, if you don't, then it's too easy to let life just step in and I'll do it next week. A hundred percent. I literally have my goals written like they're in my journal. They're in my bedroom. They're like, they're like all around me. I'm looking at them all the time. (laughs) Absolutely. I do it on my bathroom mirrors all the time. Ah. And I have certain, like if I have some words of the year and all those things, just as a constant reminder every day Yeah. to, yeah, keep on track. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So do you have some advice for people, you know, like trying to find for me, I always, it's a, it's a, I don't know how to explain this. I'm active a lot, right? I like to walk lots. I, and I did this on purpose yesterday. I actually moved the spin bike in front of my office desk. So it's like mm. right in front of me because <laughs> I spent a lot of time at my desk. And so it's, you know, it's, it's easier to just pop on it for 20 minutes. The shoes are right there so I can clip in. You know, I don't, I don't need to go do the whole, you know, fancy, fancy of getting myself together to go outside. It's right there. Yeah. But trying to make it accessible for myself. And I enjoy it once I'm on there. But for me, the biggest thing is transitioning. Like I love swimming, but I hate getting ready to go to the pool, getting my swimsuit on and standing there shivering until I can get mobile, right? Yes, totally. <laughs> I love it once you get going, right? Any advice on how to get through those? Because those are the hard points. Because then it's, that's when you bail, right? Yes. And I did that this morning. My daughter was going swimming. I said, I'll go, I'll go swimming with you, right? And I didn't. And I was cold. And I just like, I can't do this, right? I ended up going for a really long walk, a power walk. Yeah, so I needed to be active, and I find that works well for me too. But um, yeah, it's really easy to bail in that moment, right? Yeah, so I do have a couple strategies that I suggest to my clients, and also that I use myself because um, I'm also trying to go to the pool more. I'm training for a triathlon, so I totally hear you on that transition. <laughs> bit. When it's cold, that is hard. Um, so for me, I think like the smaller you can make. Uh, um, a habit or like a, whatever you're trying to work on, the more successful you'll be. And I usually encourage my clients to choose something that is so easy that like you're, you're 90% sure you're going to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> let's say you're really, you don't exercise at all. Literally your goal for the week is to go for a 20 minute walk. Yeah. More days than not. And probably by the time you go out for the walk, you're going to go longer. You might, you might not if your calendar doesn't allow for it, but at the very least, at least you got your 20 minutes in, right? Yeah. Once you get your shoes on and get out, you might end up whatever going longer. Um, or like if you don't, if you can't make it to the gym or you like have the intentions that you can't get to the gym, then at least do a 20 minute workout at home. Um, and there's a ton of like free resources available. I have a whole bunch on my, um, on my website and on my Instagram, like free work, 20 minute workouts you can do at home. So there's like, there's a plethora of, of resources available online for that. Um, I think that small and manageable 
um, takes this big thing out of our head and makes it way more accessible. So let's say, for instance, for me going to the pool, it's like, oh, I don't want to go to the pool. Like, <laughs> I just haven't built it into a habit yet. So I negotiate with myself, okay, I'm just going to go and swim for 20 minutes. Yeah. At least, at least get in the pool and do 20 minutes. When you're, once you're done 20 minutes, you can get out. And like, same with the walking, I usually end up staying longer because by I'm already warm and all of that stuff. Right. Yes, exactly. I can uh, almost always get myself out to walk. Cause that is mm-hmm. for me, that's my favorite movement. Thing. Yeah. And, but for me, I always, I get more concerned about having real true core exercise, like for my cardio and my muscles mm-hmm. and the bones and, you know, cause you need to have that pull on your muscles to develop your bones better, to strengthen yeah. your bones and stuff, right? Yeah, for bone that's, density. that's where I get concerned about, like, cause I'm not doing that. Right. And of course, yeah. as you age, then I, I get, it's more and more in my head all the time. Right. But you know, to go lift weights, it's like, really? <laughs> I think that like, there has to be a piece of it that's enjoyable. And yes. even if you don't like exercise or you don't like going to the gym, I think that there's always like an angle that you can find to, to make it somewhat enjoyable because we're all adults. If we don't want to do something, we're not going to do it. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, point blank. <laughs> we don't have, like, our parents there telling us to eat our broccoli or whatever, right? You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. But I think that, like, a couple ways to find enjoyment in it, A, is to find the type of activity that you like. Yes. Um, there is so many different ways to work out. Um, so even strength training, there's a lot of different ways to integrate that into your routine. So if you've tried one or two things and you don't like it, try something else, join a class, go, join a small group training, hire a personal trainer, what do some at home stuff. Like there's literally, there's so many options, just explore and experiment. Yes, um, that's a good one, yeah. you will find something that, that you don't, maybe you don't love it, but that you don't hate. Yes. You know, exactly. maybe, maybe it's too big of a stride at first to say that you enjoy it. Um, if you really dislike any form of exercise, let's just put that to the side and maybe you can do it with someone, someone that you like. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't like going to the gym, but you really like catching up with your girlfriend and you guys have committed to going to the gym together. So even though you don't like the exercise, you don't like the gym, you don't like whatever, you like the fact that you're going with your friend. So that's the kind of like that you can take the, at least the enjoyment in the company of the people you're around. Or maybe, kind of, yeah, you get lost in it a bit too, right? Totally. So you're talking to your girl, you're not even really realizing some of the stuff you're doing, right? Exactly. Or yeah. maybe you really like the instructor if you're going yeah. to your fitness class. Um, so you don't like the class, you don't like being in the gym, but the instructor makes that hour or 45 minutes or whatever enjoyable. So you can like do it because the instructor is, uh, is, is fun. Yeah. Um, so either like the, the type of thing you're doing has to be enjoyable. The people you're around has to be enjoyable or the environment that you're doing it, I would say. Um, so for an example, like maybe you don't like going to a typical gym, you can work out at home. Maybe for me, I don't really often like to work out at home cause I just get too distracted cause my home is also <laughs> my office. So, you know, I kind of like, yeah, end up doing work. Um, but there's lots of smaller boutique gyms popping up. Um, and they yeah. have really, really great communities and a totally different vibe than you might expect from one of some of the bigger box gyms. I think so, a lot of people are very intimidated to go to those bigger box gyms too, right? Because they, yeah. you think that everyone's in shape and you're just going to feel lost, especially if you're a bit overweight, you're maybe yeah. conscious of your own body image to begin with, right? Yeah, I could and, do a whole podcast know, on that. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, to try and put yourself into a situation like that, that's, you know, even the psychological piece, just to get in the door of a place like that, that's very intimidating. Forget about the exercise, but just to be there physically. Yeah. You know, yeah, and some so, exercise attire can be really challenging for some people. 
Yeah. So if you have, and, and like I suggest you kind of research it and look online or whatever, there's just so many smaller boutique gyms coming up and you will pay a little bit more for them. But I don't know about you. I would rather pay a little bit more for a gym. I actually like going to with people I like being with around than to have a membership that like, okay, it's cheap, but I'm going once every four months. Yeah. Exactly. Like what's the difference, right? Um, and, and then in addition, there's like, so for myself, I also have like an outdoor, um, bootcamp or outdoor workout company in Vancouver. So it's like, you don't have to be in a gym, like maybe think outside the box a little bit. A lot of my clients who come don't want to be in four walls. They want to be outside breathing fresh air. Uh, and we, we do mixture of cardio and strength training. So like think, think of things that are outside the box a little bit, right? Because maybe you might enjoy that um, and connect with people and just really enjoy the fresh air aspect of it. So you're like, okay, fine. I can go and sweat for this hour and get it done because I'm outside and I'm also getting fresh air and that helps me with de-stress and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. I'm thinking a whole podcast on that one and de-stressing and exercise in itself. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can talk forever on that one too. Um, so I think we're going to leave that little piece there and we're going to mm-hmm. carry on with some of our other questions. Cause I could talk forever on that. I think it gives the, the listeners, uh, some tips and some strategies yeah. to carry forward and try and get active. Mm-hmm. And, you know, t- I, I believe in the baby steps too. Like don't try and bite off. I'm going to go running 5k four times this week. Yeah. You know, like, 10 minutes. If that's what you can pull off for that first week, that's what you can do, right? You're going to be way more successful long-term. Totally. I started with three minutes, two or three minutes running walking. So that's, and that's, I still do that. (laughs) I have bad knees, but that's, that's why I do it. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't like me some often (laughs) and it's the only way I can run right now. Um, I've got a whole bunch of damage in there. So, Mm. but, and I do, I used to run all the time and it was, you know, when you were talking about that high you get when you go run, it's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. So, um, but I still try a little bit here and there. Yeah. So let's talk about any of the lessons you've learned from your experiences. Um, yeah. Anything what a, in particular? Yeah. For me, for sure, like, I think just being clear on your goals, like whether yeah. that's been on my own health journey or my career transition is so often we're vague. We're like scared to commit maybe because we're not sure we're going to be successful with it. Oh yeah. Um, so That's it's huge. easier to kind of just be mediocre and, and kind of like stay in the gray zone. But I think that the really big changes are when we make scary goals for ourselves and we put them out there. You got to tell someone. Absolutely. Or at least write it down. So it's not just like this passing thought in your brain. Um, but I think that is a big lesson that like the more clear um, and succinct you can be and connect to your own personal values, um, then things will start to shift. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I, I can't say enough about setting goals, but you mm-hmm. have to do it properly too. Not just put it in the back of your head. You know, it has yes. to be documented, spoken, publicized if you can, you know, like, you know, the, yeah. the higher you level you can take that, the better off, more successful you're going to be. Okay. So is there any, before we get into, we do an insight round mm-hmm. and before we get into that, is there any important message that you wanted to leave with our listeners today? Specifically yeah. Your stuff. So uh, in the past year, I've kind of um, started this movement on social media called Take Back 20. Um, And if I can leave one message with people, it's to try and take 20 minutes for themselves every day. 
So this started for me thinking about when I worked in my office job and a lot of my colleagues and friends who I know just work straight through lunch, don't even take a moment to eat, uh, to move, to get out of their chair, check emails. And for me, unless, even if you really love your job, I love my job, but I still need 20 minutes for myself. 20 minutes either to move, get up and walk, 20 minutes to eat without looking at your email or your social media feed, 20 minutes to stretch your body. Uh, it doesn't have to be at lunch. This is 20 minutes within the day, but my my perspective on it came from the lunch, the missing yes. lunch break. Yeah. Um, 20 minutes to meditate, 20 minutes to read. I just think that like so many people spend a good, good percentage of their life at work and you're giving a lot to your employer. Even if you're self-employed, you're giving a lot to your business that you deserve at least 20 minutes for yourself. And actually Absolutely. if you're employed, more. it's legally required, yes. you know? Um, and it's really hard to make health changes if you're not even um, cognizant of what you're putting in your mouth. Yes. Oh, you're absolutely. Shoveling food in while you're checking email. It's very, very hard to make healthy choices and to be mindful of the food that you're eating. So 20 minutes a day. Um, I suggest people do that. And if, if you do, please tag me on social media or use the hashtag take back 20 so I can love it. Be proud and cheer you on. Exactly. I love it. Help each other, boost each other up. It's all good. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Um, thank you for all that information on exercise for us to help get us moving. And get us off to a good start this year. So we're going to do a little bit of an insight round. Let's just get to know Marisa a little bit more so than exercise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the first question, hang on one sec here. I lost my questions. Where did it go? Um, of course, I'm always about mindset because I, all the coaching I do is around the mindset. It's not so mm -hmm. much about the tactical things all the time, but it's about getting your brain to help work in your favor as opposed to against you. <laughs> um, so what is one mindset that was holding you back? Can you think of, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got one. Just got it. I probably love this too because it's linked to money. Uh, is that I, I, when I was first training, even for the first four or five years, I just thought that there's no way that people will pay me enough that I could ah. do my comfortable job and make enough money as a personal trainer. Um, so it was vastly undercharging. Uh, not valuing my time or my knowledge or my experience. Um, and then as now I've left and then continued to increase my rates, like I, I don't have any more room for one-on-one -on -one in-person clients. I, I'm taking clients to work with online um, in that capacity, but um, you know, that was a limiting belief I had for sure. Oh, absolutely. And that's, I think most entrepreneurs are in that ballpark mm -hmm. when they start out. Yeah. You have to get over that hurdle. And I, you know, it's interesting. I even ran into that in my uh, cleaning company that I just started this last year. Mm. It was a side company that I just, you know, it was an extra stream of revenue and it was meant to elevate people. There's a whole bunch of, you know, principles behind it all. But even on that, I had to do a double check. It's like, why would somebody pay me X dollars to do this? You know, and so I had to do a, I had to work through it in my own. And it's, you know, it was interesting to see that it come up for myself. And it's, yeah. I remember sitting there going, wow, I didn't expect this to happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I was very conscious of it, right? And, yeah. and, and all the emotions that go through with it, which is, it, I mean, that's what I teach. But it was, I didn't think it happened to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. Um, so name one person that changed your life for the better. Uh, that one definitely is Brendan Bouchard. Um, I don't know if you follow him or not. He's yeah. like a high performance motivational speaker. Yeah. 
I went to his event in San Diego three years ago, um, totally changed my life, made me realize that I was just sitting pretty in the comfortable life and not going after what I was um, capable of. And it was his conference that I left and said, when I come back next year, I'm going to be self-employed. And were you? Yes. Well, that was the back. Uh, I did. I did go yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, so I left his conference in September. I said, when I come that was September, 2016. When I come back, I'm going to be self-employed. And I left my day job, uh, April, 2017. Oh yeah. Cause you said it wasn't a year, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Love it. Love it. And even when I had a coach, my coach always said that to me, you know, we'll set the timeline for this, but I know it'll happen before then. And I'd be yes. like, ah, no, no, no. you know, you get all wishy-washy. Right. But uh-huh. when you put that intention and the, the universe just supports you. Yeah. And it was so scary to say it out loud. I was like, who the heck do I think I am? But yeah. 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 No, I love it. I love stories like that too. It's great. So what is the best advice you've ever received? Or would that be part of that too? Or is that Um, another one? No, I have a different one. That would definitely be from my mom. Um, She instilled in me at a very young age that if it's important to you, you'll find a way to make it work. Ah, yeah. So, you know, we can always stay like, oh, I have the money. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know if I can do this. And it's like, no, if you want it, you'll make it work. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I believe my father had said something to the same tone to me too at some point in my life. He was an entrepreneur type person. Yeah. And that's a mindset, right? That's, totally. Like, yeah. and at the time, I know the fuller quote is like, um, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom never said that. Part, but it was just like, <laughs> I remember being eighteen or nineteen, wanting to go to Europe, taking a year off between high school and university, and you know, budgeting and all this stuff. And my mom was like, "If you want to make it, if you want to do it, you'll do it." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm always on the follow through. What the follow up? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took a year off, lived in England, traveled around Europe, and yeah, cool. love it, love it. Um, so, share a self care habit that you practice regularly. So linked back to my take back 20, I mean, for me as a personal trainer, obviously movement and physical activity is part of my daily life. So that's that part I don't struggle with generally fitting in uh, to my routine because I love to do that stuff. Um, but it's self-care habit for me right now. I'm trying to take 20 minutes to read every day because ah, uh, I need the downtime. I need the downtime and I need not focusing on my business, not working, you know, 20 hours a day kind of thing. Um, And I often don't read that much because I feel like, oh, I don't have an hour to sit down and read. But that's the same mindset of someone saying, I don't have an hour to go to the gym. (laughs) So I can sit down and read for 20 minutes. Uh, So that's what I've been focusing on. Awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge reader. Like there was a little Facebook meme out there a couple days ago and it's like the ideal house. And it's like, you know, about a thousand square feet of a library and two little rooms that are about a hundred square feet each, right? (laughs) So yeah, that's my kind of house. That's awesome. I love it. Um, So do you have a favorite quote we can share? Yeah. So my favorite quote is never regret growing older. Uh, It's a privilege denied to many. Oh, yes. I love that one. I love that one. I find that so many people are like dreading their 30th, their 40th, their 50th, whatever milestone birthday it is. And it's like, really, what is the alternative here? Exactly. Exactly. Can we Uh, not just look at this positively? When I turned 50 a couple years ago, I was so excited about it. And people are like, really? It's like, yeah, it's like awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm alive. It's good. I'm healthy. It's, you know. Yeah. I have a client who's turning 80 this summer and we were talking about it and she's, I was like, how do you feel about turning 80? And she's like, yeah, me, (laughs) this is awesome. I was like, oh my God, I love you. So great. (laughs) Exactly. 
So back to books. So what mm-hmm. book are you reading right now? Since you're reading 20 minutes a day. <laughs> yeah. So I am currently reading for my third time. Uh, oh. You are a badass. How to stop doubting your greatness and start living oh. an awesome life by Jen Sincero. It's my favorite book. Really? I I, you know, I've read her money book, obviously. Oh, I, I love that one too. Yeah. But I, I have the other one. I haven't read it yet. So I raise that to the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's just like a pep talk, kick in the pants. And I just felt like it would be a good way to kick off the new year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a couple more questions and we'll mm-hmm. be for today. But what is one thing that you are most passionate about? It doesn't have to be about your business. It's about maybe we're learning something new about you. Mm, I mean, I think it is linked to my business. I'm definitely passionate about helping people live a healthier life. Um, but it doesn't really stop there. It's it, the reason why I want people to live a healthier life is because I want them to have the energy and the confidence to do what they love. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm passionate about helping people be passionate. Yeah. And I think that my, everyone has like a role in the world, uh, something to contribute. And I think for me, if I can help people have more energy, have less stress, sleep better, they can make a bigger impact in the world. So my, my little drop in the ocean, that ripple can just flood out, you know, to, to shores I can't imagine. But you know what though, you I'm thinking of that and that's, that's exactly what my why is in life is to there's so many women out there that need to people to oh no I know you probably just you focus on men and women I assume right I do focus mostly on women women? uh, in-person clients are men but online I mostly work with women yeah so for me I see so many women that just don't haven't raised up their full to their full potential they have so much to offer to this world but there's a whole bunch holding them back yeah. And I just want to see all these, you know, imagine what the world would be like if we could all just rise up, right? Totally. And I see it all the time with my clients that they come to me to strength train or they come to get healthier and yeah. the confidence that is created from their health, it always ripples out into their life. And that's the stuff I love to just see how it impacts other areas of their life that they didn't anticipate. I knew was coming and I would just yeah. kind of waiting behind the scenes to see how this is going to play out. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So my last question for you is where can we find you? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm Marisa Janine Moody. Um, only one S in my first name. And <laughs> on Facebook, I'm Motivated Movement Personal Training. Um, and my, my website is Motivated Movement Personal Training as well. Perfect. Now I'll put those in the show notes for this Perfect. too. So, and I put your books and quotes and all that oh, stuff in there too. So it all goes in there. Um, so that is it for today for our um, talk with Marisa. Thank you so much everyone for joining in and thank you, Marisa, for being here with us. This is thanks for having so me. Insightful. I love it. And um, I'm a little bit more motivated to get, okay. you know, I have to, you know, I have to put it to paper. Mm-hmm. I need to write it on the bathroom mirror that says, you know, wash your face and go sit on your bike. <laughs> I need to make that commitment and figure out what it is, you know, and like you said, you don't have to run the marathon in the first week, you know, Totally. and I think, you know, for myself, I feel like that's because I have done that before. That's, you know, where you should start. Right. And you, you don't have to. Yeah. And you can like use your social media network to keep you accountable, post it on stories. Tag me. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. Just put Marisa on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but any group that you're in too, you know, there's a lot of, you know, myself, I have um, Flourish and Freedom and I have, um, yeah, in that group, I mean, we try, the goal is to hold everyone accountable, right? And mm-hmm. support each other. If you're on a mission to do something, then yeah, we're here for you. Nice. So that is awesome. Thank you so much for today and um, health and happiness to all of you and have a fabulous day, everyone.
you for listening today. Show notes are available at www.mariaconde.com.